Hello and welcome. My name is Tom. This is the Enthusiasm Project Season 10, Episode 3. And before we get to the semi-hyperbolic, but also not, title of this episode, but don't worry, everything is okay and just fine, there are a lot of things to talk about. We can talk about some gear, we got some messages, because people were kind enough to spend their time sending in some messages after last week's episode, which I really appreciate the feedback on. Talked about kind of things a little differently than normal, and that seems to have struck a chord with people in a really cool way. So before diving into the topic of today's episode, just through pure serendipity, things have worked out really well, where if I talk about the gear, because gear is always fun to talk about, uh, that can lead into a really nice uh, transition into some messages, which also then go perfectly into today's topic. And when we get to the meat of the episode... Uh, I'm also going to then bring in my wife, Heather, to kind of help me go through this because as I was sort of outlining it, I realized a lot of the things I'll be talking about were were started off by saying, so I was talking to Heather. Heather and I were talking. Heather said this. And I was like, well, if I'm talking about a lot of things you said, do you just want to be here and say the things? So that will be super helpful. And uh, But before we do that, let's dive into some nuts and bolts gear-wise a slightly different setup from last week. So I am using the Earthworks Ethos today. It's been a while since I've used this microphone, but as we've been doing all these mic comparisons lately and working on different videos, the Ethos just, it always, always pops out to me as just being such a fun, easy microphone to use that sounds really good. So I'm using the Earthworks Ethos. It is running into the Rodecaster Duo on the generic condenser setting. That's it. I was going to use it on like the NT1 setting or make a preset, but I think it sounds pretty darn good on the NT1, and I guess Heather's not here, but I can reach over and grab the microphone she will be using, which is this one, the Shure SM7B. Look at me, now I'm accidentally doing a mic comparison. So Heather's gonna be on the SM7B today, running into the Rodecaster Duo, and this is just on Rode's SM7B preset because I think that they do a really good job of helping the SM7B to sound really good. So we'll be talking between these two microphones, this is the SM7B, and this is the Ethos over here. And especially on our two voices, I think they'll complement each other pretty well. Of course, Heather's lucky enough that every microphone sounds good on her voice, even the newer NW800. And as I, as you heard me say, I'm running both of these microphones into the Rodecaster Duo, which I've been using a lot because I'm sure at some point I'll be making a video on it. And, you know, spending time using something is very important. I also really like it. Uh, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I feel bad, but I almost feel bad for how much I like it because I, you know, I really love my Rodecaster Pro 2. But the Duo is, I, I can't say this yet because I haven't, you know, I've only had it for a week and a half or, or something at this point. Um, so there's still time for it to like explode or something. But so far, it has been great, and it really seems like it is the thing for most people, which makes me really happy because as much as I love the Rodecaster, I know it's spending 700 bucks on a, you know, a nine-channel mixer with four XLR inputs is probably overkill for most people. It's probably overkill for me. I mean, Heather and I, two people, will be recording into the duo today. It's a perfect setup for that. And there, there are even ways to bring in one or two other inputs should we want to. But um, it's been great. And it kind of makes sense that it's worked well because it's almost like what Sony does with their cameras. Like Rode just took existing stuff and put it in a different 
form factor, right? Like the internals are just the Rodecaster Pro 2, which has had a year of updates and, you know, it's a, a great interface. It's pretty reliable. It works well. And they just put that into a smaller physical form factor with fewer inputs. And I think that's great for most people. And while my Rodecaster Pro 2 has not had any issues, knock on wood, there we go, um, I know that there are people who had issues with theirs and smart pads and whatever, and I will say, at least so far, in my experience with the Rodecaster Duo that I have, it seems like the build quality is great, if not slightly better than the original Rodecaster Pro 2, which I guess is not the original because it's the 2, but then the Rodecaster Pro 2, which I, again, mine has been fine, and it might just be because this is small, it just sort of feels dense and compact and high quality, but I think that extra time was taken in the manufacturing process to just make sure everything is working as good as it possibly could, because obviously it would be terrible for Rode if they release a new product and that didn't happen. So uh, hopefully that's the case. I haven't seen, I know these are still new and not a ton of people have them yet, but I haven't seen so far anybody say that they've had issues with theirs. So I'm going to keep using mine and see how it works. And it's great. And if you're wondering, the screen, the display is the exact same size as the original Rodecaster Pro 2. So the way that you interact with it, the menus, all that is exactly the same. They even take the same firmware updates. So unlike with Sony, where you have like the A7S 3 and the FX3, which are the same camera in different bodies, but they get totally different or no firmware updates, that should not be the case with the Rodecaster Pro and the Rodecaster Duo. Even though it's the same thing in different bodies, they're getting the same updates, which is... Uh, which is great and kind of how I think that should be. So that's what we're using today. And it's worked really well for me so far. I do have three messages to share with you today. So I'm really, really grateful um, that people took the time to do that. It means a lot, especially after last last week's episode, which I was a little nervous about. So if you want to leave messages, I always do a dedicated Q&A episode every season. Usually, Usually episode five is that. But you do not have to wait for that. You can do that at any time. You can always email me at tom at enthusiasmproject.com. That way you can do text, video, voice, whatever you want to do. But the easiest way, which is what everybody did here, was to just go to my website, hi-my-name-is-tom.com, right there on the homepage. You might have to scroll down a little bit. There's a thing that says leave a message for the podcast. You can record right there using whatever device you're on. So if you're on your phone, you can just hold up the phone. If you have a roadcaster and a nice mic and all that, you can use that too. It's entirely up to you. So we're going to start off uh, with our messages with hearing a message from Grace, who did leave a message last week and is now, and then I responded in the episode, and now she is responding in this episode. So here we go. Uh, What I wanted to uh, let you know is that I totally agree with you about YouTube transitioning that that's been going on for the past year or so. And what the um, uh, the gurus, uh, you know, <laughs> are trying to push on to uh, smaller channels is uh, the fact that, you know, you, you've got to have this fantastic hook of an intro and you've got to do the five tips thing and the call to action and, uh, you know, stick around. There's a bonus at the end. And, you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? When I I was really sincere when I said that, uh, I learned so much more from from listening to you those four hours last week. You're authentic, and yes, you do give an intro, but you know it, you don't use that formula. It, and if you do, I can't recognize it. So um, it's pretty good. And you know, um, you said in in this particular uh, 
podcast that I was listening to, something about, um, you know, the music festival. You did that little word picture about a music festival. Well, I told you I'm 75. So I was at Woodstock. Can you imagine if everyone played the same song? <laughs> so there you go. Okay, Tom. Uh, thanks so much. I really appreciate your podcast. Thanks. Thank you so much, Grace, for these messages. I and Grace is just my nickname, by the way, for you, <laughs> because uh, Aging and Grace is the name of the channel and the podcast. But I, I appreciate the message and the insight, and it's always just so nice to hear other people's perspectives. So I do appreciate the kind words very much, and they mean the world to me. But also, what you're saying makes so much sense when you when you want to make something and you want to make it as good as possible. It's it's so natural to go to the, you know, the world of like best practices and coaches and things that say, yes, you need to do this. You need to focus on your retention. You need to, uh, you know, have this hook, have this intro. And that's not inherently bad advice, right? Like as a former English teacher, I remember teaching my students five paragraph essays because that's a good way, especially when you're just starting out sharing ideas, exploring stuff, learning how to write, a five-paragraph essay is super effective. You've got your introduction where you're going to tell people what you're going to say. You've got three-body paragraphs where you're going to say those things, and hopefully they're they're connected and they make a point, transition to points, or build upon points. And then you've got a conclusion where you remind people what you said. It is a very effective format. But even that, you know, like, sometimes I would see, especially students by their senior year or in, when I was in college, I also worked um, as a writing tutor where I would then work with, you know, graduate students and college students of all ages on essays. And you can definitely see a point where in somebody's development, maybe the five paragraph essay doesn't really fit anymore. It's limiting them. It's almost too formulaic, whatever it might be. And then the same is true with any of these, any of these kinds of strategies here. Like having a hook is, a, is, is essentially saying, you know, catch somebody's interest. That's an important thing to do. But when that gets taken to the extreme, that's when you just have people like yelling at the start of their videos and 15 different graphics popping up on screen and sound effects everywhere. And, you know, I I guess there's data to show that that works. But I remember there's the video, um, there's a video from a YouTube creator called Pinely, and it's called the Mr. Beastification of YouTube. And I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but in that, he talks about that the way he talks about Mr. Beast, who's sort of like the poster child for retention based editing and production. But aside from him and his channel, it has inspired a whole host of other channels, some of which are massively successful. And then also just a whole new way of editing for retention and for whatever. But the way that the creator Pinely in this like commentary video was describing it is you are keeping someone's attention, but it's not it's not in the way that you want. He um, compares it to essentially like if you are just in front of someone's face and you're like snapping your fingers and clapping your hands and saying like, hey, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. They're going to look at you, but it's not because they're highly interested in what you're doing or because you really have like their interest and they're, you're not making like a genuine connection. It's like, you've just done something loud and crazy. And as a human being, you can't help but respond to that. So I think, you know, I think that's taken to one extreme. And then the other extreme are those situations where, you know, I'm sure we've all seen videos where people are almost unaware that they're making a video. It's like, did you forget that you're recording a video? And especially, you know, if you're trying to figure out how to do something, you find a video that's like how to install whatever application. And then the person, it's not even that they spend the first couple minutes like, 
you know, giving channel updates and life updates. It's almost like they forgot to cut out the beginning of like their recording session where they're like sort of just sitting down and like, okay, we're going to get started. You're three minutes in and like nothing has been said or happened in the video. That's kind of the other extreme of that. And so I think keeping that in mind, you know, like, right, you put yourself in the viewer's seat. You you think, okay, so I'm making a video about whatever topic. Somebody's going to be watching that. You know, what do I want to make as like the creator behind this? And I think that's an important, well, that's going to be a huge part of today's discussion. What do you want to make as the creator behind it? But, you know, what is the person going to expect? What are they going to be looking for? What are they going to want? And, you know, kind of being aware of that because a hook doesn't have to be, you know, almost like a trick. It can just be, you know, hey, this is a video about the Roadcaster Duo. I definitely want to talk about the sound quality, the price, how it compares to the original Roadcaster, and who I think it's for. Like, that's an intro, and I, and it sort of has a hook because I'm telling you what you can expect in the video, but I'm not, like, over-promising anything. I'm not making any crazy claims or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, that's what this video is going to be about. If you're watching it, that's the info that you're going to get. And I think that I think that people are just innately good at like sensing authenticity and I feel like you can just feel when something is manufactured or is contrived versus when someone is being genuine and authentic and no matter what their editing style is or how like overdone or underdone it might be if there if it doesn't feel genuine that's what I think is the most off-putting at least in my opinion and so that's something and you can't you can't really teach someone that right because some people are better at it than others some people have more practice at it than others and some people are just more comfortable like there's so many amorphous things that usually are involved in like just your life experience as a human being that come together to what we see on camera when you make a video or what we hear on microphone when you record something and it it's hard to just put that in like here's a five best tips for you know being successful on youtube video which unfortunately that's you know people naturally go like here's the best practices i want to implement those and then they get tired and frustrated and things don't work out the way that they want so we're going to come back to some of those points later um next message is from chris hello from hawaii and take it away chris he says as he pressed pauses and then the speak pipe thing uh (laughs) needed to reload for a second so uh Let's try it now. Again, what would I do for retention? I would edit that out. But anyway, take it away, Chris. Um, It's Chris from Hello from Hawaii. Just heard your latest episode and thought it was really great. I love that you touched upon really an honest look at brand and creator relationships and how I guess things have definitely changed over the years. And so I really appreciate your honesty and openness about that. During the episode, you mentioned the word independent or independence a lot. And I think that was the biggest takeaway that I took from the episode. And I think there's a really big difference between being a full-time creator and an independent creator. And maybe that's something that people just don't talk about. I think back in the day when people were making videos, they were really enthusiastic about products and things that they were experiencing or that they received because they were experiencing it in that real time whereas now it's it's a lot more calculated and so things have definitely changed sorry there is no ocean in the background by the way it's uh sprinklers and cars going by uh here in hawaii 
And I just want to mention, you know, what we really appreciate or what I appreciate about your channel is your enthusiasm for uh, the things that you talk about and the openness that you talk about them. And in terms of, you know, a video that I cite is the camcorder video that you made. It's probably not something that people would normally search for, but it performed really well. And I think people saw that enthusiasm that you brought. So thanks for all the content that you're making and keep up the great work. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Um, again, all the kind words. I these are, This is the best messages. <laughs> these are not what my like phone voicemail sounds like. So I appreciate all of these messages very much. Um, Chris, you brought up a couple of really interesting things there, especially like... One, I'm glad that I can project my enthusiasm via the Enthusiasm Project as my voice cracked in a weird way, but in a way that is like that that is something other people can connect with because even though I'm you're recording this by myself right now, you can listen to it, you can have thoughts and feelings about it, and you could even then, you know, create a dialogue with me about it. And that's really cool, like that we can do that essentially for free around the world at any time, it's it's pretty amazing. And it goes back to, you know, what I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed that transition and that change over the years with the way stuff on YouTube feels and initially being so enthusiasm-based to, I don't even know what we would call it now, but whatever it is now, which is definitely different. It doesn't quite feel the same. But I almost, when you said independent versus full-time creator, I like that was kind of a light bulb moment for me because I've sort of always smushed those together. And I think sometimes there's a lot of overlap there, but I realize those can totally be very separate things because what I don't want to do is vilify anybody or, you know, like be judgmental on anybody. And so I think you could be a full-time creator. I think, uh, you know, obviously that has existed out in the world, right? Like anyone who does client work or promotional stuff or wedding fit, like those are all, you know, full-time creators who are making stuff and they're making good stuff the, the the best that they possibly can but it's obviously not like for them like somebody else's wedding wedding video is not for you a uh, promotional corporate piece with a bunch of interviews is not you know your thing that you're trying to make even though you probably want to put your creative stamp on it and your artistic spin on it it's you know it's a little bit different so full-time could mean a lot of things where it's like you know Maybe you you do want to blaze your own trail and follow your own compass, or maybe you do want to kind of play the algorithm game and, you know, focus on revenue and income or something in between. Independent, though, is the one, like an independent creator is, I mean, that's, to me, the dream, right? Like that's, uh, I mean, that's the ultimate goal because that's where you get to make stuff without outside influence and sometimes, especially when we talk about retention and things, it's almost like, well, how could you ignore your audience or what your audience wants? But I don't think you're doing that even if you put your creativity and your expression first. Again, this is going to be a huge topic that we get into with Heather in a little bit here. But I think that when you have something within you that you want to share and express and that you care about and that you're enthusiastic about, and you just dive into that, other people will have similar feelings and have those similar thoughts. You know, there's a lot of people in the world and a lot of experiences. And while there's a lot of unique things, there's also so much overlap. So it's it's almost like the thing, you know, back in classrooms where a teacher asks a question and nobody raises their hand. And then, you know, 
the teacher might say, you know, if you got a question, go ahead and raise your hand. Don't be shy. If you have that question, somebody else probably does too, which is true. And then as soon as somebody asks one question, you realize five other people have the same question. So even when you're following your own creative compass and you're kind of putting yourself first, which almost sounds like a selfish thing to do, it can be almost the best way to connect with other people because then they see a, an authentic, independent version of somebody doing what matters to them most. And that is, you know, I think for human beings, something that's just much easier to connect to. So that's almost a thought that I kind of want to dive into full-time versus independent. I feel like there's a lot there. So thank you, Chris. Um, even though we couldn't hear the ocean and stuff, I hope you get to enjoy the ocean and the, I'm, um, you know, it's getting to be quite hot where I'm at right now. So I'm a little bit jealous of you over there in Hawaii. Our last message today comes from friend of the show, Michael Sladek from, from, uh, I, I can't help it. He's from Sammamish, Washington, which I always, uh, hear as sandwich. And then I think, yes, for lunch today, I would like to eat a sandwich. So take it away, Michael. Hi, Tom. It's Michael Sladek in Sammamish, Washington, coming to you from my MacBook Pro with AirPods for the microphone. Hey, I uh, just started listening to season 10 of your podcast. Congratulations on that. I'm looking forward to when your podcast goes to 11. Um, a couple thoughts on what you were talking about today. And one of the things I think that gets lost, and you've said it a number of times, I know you and Heather in the couple table have talked about this, that attention does not equal engagement. So we have a lot of attention, but not a lot of connection. So uh, I think that's what I know you are striving for. I think that's what a lot of people are looking for is, is the connection, which is deeper and um, sometimes involves money on the backside of things, but it's not the primary motivation. So yay to you yay for all that good stuff. Uh, keep up the good work. It's been fun on the journey with you. And then I had a question for you. Maybe a future podcast topic is, uh, what do you know, think, and are planning to do with YouTube podcasts? I just got an email about it, reminder. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's my question. Uh, again, thanks for the podcast. Thanks for all the things I've learned through you and been inspired by and the way you do things. So thanks so much. Take care out there. Stay safe and well. Bye for now. All right. Thank you so much, Michael. And I just, I want to abbreviate that. I know that if somebody has a name that sounds like a word, as somebody with the last name Buck, I know this. As If you have a name that sounds like something else that reminds people and you think, oh, I got a clever joke to make about that name, I know that they've heard it infinite times before, so I'm sure the joke about your... I don't mean to offend anyone who lives in a delicious-sounding city, but I just think of it every time I hear where you're from. Uh, going back to the <laughs> the actual content... First of all, thank you for giving me an idea for next season goes to 11. That is, uh, that makes me really happy. And I can't believe I didn't think of that before. But again, you're, I feel like we're all on the same page. We're all on like the same wavelength right now where you're talking about attention versus engagement. And it's, it really isn't the same thing. You know, someone just looking at something flashy that they can't look away from is not the same as someone sitting down and engaging with something. And it, it's comforting to me to know that a lot of us feel the same way and really want that connection and kind of miss it as things seem to be transitioning away from it or have in a large way transitioned away from it. It's nice to know I'm not the only one who feels that way. And I think that that's, I think that's an important thing for all of us to realize. And that connection 
doesn't have to be tied to numbers. It's so, so easy to get focused on numbers, which I know is a very cliche thing to say, but even this podcast, like it, it's something that I've been doing for over four years now, a hundred, almost 150 episodes at this point. Maybe this is 150. I'll know it when I upload it. Um, you know, it, do, it does not get near as much, you know, attention or views or anything as like a U, any YouTube video does, even a terribly performing one. But I've been able to make some of the most genuine and long lasting and rewarding connections from this podcast, from sitting here and talking into a microphone than I have almost in anything else. And it's, you know, I mean, podcasting is a really special medium to begin with, but it doesn't mean that you need the attention of the whole world. It means having the engagement of a of a, the right people, however many people that might be. And then speaking of podcasts and YouTube podcasting, I am excited for it. Um, it is something right now I see a lot of people being like the initial excitement of it. And I'm sort of holding off because I want to, I want the dust to settle a little bit. And I want the, my goal actually honestly was, I was hoping they would have things a little more fleshed out by the time this season premiered. And then I could do something a little bit different with season 10 in terms of adding in a video component, but that didn't happen. Um, right now it's cool. Like if, if you're starting from scratch, it's cool that you can have a podcast listed in YouTube music. It's cool that you can create playlists that are podcasts and that you have the, the strength of YouTube search engine behind everything. That's awesome. Um, what I am personally waiting for, which I've, I've been told both, I've been told one that, that it's something YouTube would never do. And I'm sort of crazy for wanting it, but I've also, I feel like somewhere from YouTube, I read that this is happening. I'm waiting for them to be open to taking in RSS feeds from existing shows. So a show like mine or, or many, many, many other podcasts that have been around for a while, you can take all of those episodes and now they can be on the YouTube platform either as audio only, maybe they have like an audio player page or even just like, you know, the video player shows the visual sound waves or just the album artwork or whatever. But you can just pull all the existing episodes from existing shows and YouTube then becomes another podcast directory. And then if you want, which I guess this is kind of what Spotify does, if you want to upload a video version, you can see the video on YouTube and then that audio can be like YouTube. I, I don't know how that would work, but ideally I would love to be able to have this show be on YouTube as a podcast, but I would like all of the existing episodes, whether or not they have a video component, because some do and some don't, I would like all of those to be available and then add in new ones that do have a video component. That would be cool. I definitely want to make sure that it doesn't, like, I don't want to start a second podcasting channel. I think one of the cool things about YouTube podcasting is they're trying to fold it in as something almost like live streaming that you can do on your one channel, which would be great. And I know, like, if I were recording this episode and I wanted to upload it as a podcast, I can click the do not notify subscribers button which is something you might want to do. Maybe if I don't want to like um, to notify everybody, but then, which again, maybe this doesn't matter. It would still throw off all of my, like the, the podcasts are going to throw off, anal which I guess doesn't matter. I'm like, they're going to throw off the analytics for the pre-recorded videos. Maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe that's something we should talk about with Heather. And uh, actually, this is a good transition for me to test out the record pause feature here and go find my wife, Heather.
And now, through the magic of not editing, <laughs> I have my wife Heather here with me. Hello, Yay. I am wife. I have arrived. <laughs> Thank you for being here. So, um, we kind of, I've sort of alluded to some things in the sure. first part of this episode uh, that have to do with uh, why I, the episode is called I'm Leaving. Dang YouTube video title. Is that with a period? I was going to say I'm leaving, kind of. I assured everybody that it's not a bad thing. And it's an, obviously it's not a forever thing. Um, but as I was kind of going through, like, and just, I thought it was an interesting to, thing to talk about that fit in with, like, previous episodes. And then when I was just thinking, like, wow, half, the, half of it is just me saying things Heather told me. Maybe you and I could just... Talk it out. Talk it out. So... Uh, I thought maybe walking people through the last couple of weeks, sure, <laughs> or road <laughs> might be right. Yeah. So as I've talked about in previous episodes, I did a video about the road streamer X and that like that threw me into a thing, right? Sure. Yeah. And I thought I'd gotten over that. I think I had gotten over that for the most part, or at least I thought I did. And then you and I for many reasons we're talking we've been talking so much about like creativity and what it means to be creative and all that stuff and so uh we did a video a while ago it's not out yet at the time this episode comes out but we did the pod mic comparison video yeah. basically i wanted to work on my pod mic usb review uh needed to compare some mics ended up with a, a list a viewer suggested list of like 26 microphones and people asked for a female voice and you were like, yeah, I'll help out. So it's supposed to be a segment in <laughs> in the video, but it ended up being an hour-long separate video, uh, which will go up. I didn't think for a second that was going to be a segment. Are you kidding? <laughs> I, knew, I knew very early. But that was so fun. Yeah. Okay. A blast. Yes. So we had, we recorded that before I recorded the pod mic review. Because yeah. it was like, okay, we'll do all this and then I can clean up this whole crazy mess and do a regular video on a different day. And so we recorded that and we had an amazing time and then as i was putting that video together hmm. what what <laughs> the pod the pod mic review one no the one we did oh, our yeah. video I, how many times did i tell you like this is my favorite video i love oh, this yeah video. no totally i mean so i you know obviously i've been here throughout tom's journey since day one since yes. before day one <laughs> and i've seen i've i have been witness to like every step of the way and this is one of those times where i just saw you having fun in a way i haven't seen in a long time right yeah yeah like very evidently and the video itself like from a technical standpoint it's complicated as a bunch of microphones but it, it's the same it, you, but you were just i mean it, it was just it was fun in a way that was different not that you don't have fun no, but With it was. It videos. was fun in a way that was different. But yeah, and even when it was over, I felt like both of us were kind of just beaming at how fun it was. Yeah. You know, it's like when you go to an amusement park and you're just like, oh my God, that was so much fun. We were doing that till the next day. Yeah, and then I was editing and having so much fun. And then it was like, okay, well, this video has to go out after the actual review. So now I have to make the actual review. But I felt so good because I was like, okay, we've been talking about creativity and all this stuff. And now I feel like I had... I did something a little different. We had yeah. such, I felt like, I think I got this. I think these feelings I've been feeling, I think I sort of patched it up and figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> then I and went then. to record my pod mic USB video, oh, which uh, at the time, at, when this episode that you're listening to comes out, will come out 
this week. Yeah, so, a few days after this. Yes. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so basically here, let me try to explain this. Uh, when Tom and I recorded the comparison video. Yes. What is that one called, by the way? Or do you not want to say it's it? It's like the ultimate Whatever, the me and comparison, Tom one. yeah. Okay. So for that one, one of the things I noticed that was different is that, you know, Tom has a way with everything. He's very, uh, I don't know, particular, <laughs> meticulous. Yeah, like, the, you know, and I think he just has to be that type of person because if you see what it takes in his studio to make the videos, I mean, there's... He he is conscious of all these knickknacks and cords and like where everything is plugged in and where we can't step because we don't want to unplug something or trip something or all these buttons and all these like angles of boom arms. Like there's so many moving pieces. But the difference when we recorded that video is that everything felt so easy. Yeah. It, it Like I didn't think I didn't feel the the activeness of you paying attention to all the moving pieces because Honestly, I think if something even had gone wrong, you wouldn't have panicked like I feel like you usually do of mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I need to, we need to stop everything. We need to fix that and make sure it like, you know, whatever. Is that what I normally do? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but this time I just, it just felt like flow. Yeah. And I think oh, that's yeah, something yeah. we've been talking 100%. about a lot. It felt like flow. It just, there was no obstacles. It was free and watching it back and, and editing that video affirmed like, okay, you had a hunch, you tried something new. And it worked. And yes. it was like, okay, cool. The pod mic video, which re which you recorded after. Yeah. Um, was the opposite of that. Where every step of the way, it felt like you were running into roadblocks. <laughs> roadblocks. <laughs> I, I'm not even trying to put it actually, It actually wasn't. It had nothing to do with the gear. So yeah, like pod had, mics off the yeah. hook, it was great. It, yeah, it wasn't. Nothing know, of that. I'm calling it pod mics. That's what you were talking it about. Is, yeah. But it was just like every step of the way, which Tom can talk oh. about, it was just, it was like as if this video, it was, you it's called cursed. it cursed. Yeah, yeah you called it cursed because it was just, it did not want to come to life. It did it, not. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> so that's how i feel about it stuff that had never even gone wrong like stuff yeah, that hadn't ever like suddenly my like i'm very <laughs> meticulous about managing my computer storage suddenly my computer's out of hard drive space inexplicably yeah, which is like like network this is not even a thing that has going ever down been a problem. cables breaking <laughs> like like everything every time i needed to do anything for this video there was a problem yeah like whatever thing i needed to turn on or use something would break something would work like the whole thing. Oh, I just felt so bad. And I, I was like, oh, man, like, I really want to take the energy from our comparison video. I know. And now do a review with that. I know the review is going to be a little more structured, a little more formal because it's, you know, it is, it is what it is. And it's just me. It's not both of us. But it was really, I really felt like, man, what a breakthrough on that. And then I recorded yeah. that one. And, and honestly, like, the recording part of it eventually was fine. Like, when I could actually sit down and record, it was fine. Uh, but then. Well, then. I was napping in the bedroom, okay, like in our bedroom, but the door was open, and then I just hear a scream. <laughs> Tom doesn't scream unless he's hurt, so I shoot up, and I'm just like, oh my god, the C-stand fell, or yeah. the camera f dropped, or something. Worse, the file... No, what did you say? You said the camera wasn't recording the whole time and my heart just sank because I was like, that was that was at least an hour 
so yeah so here's what and, happened and tom yeah. has like four cameras going so for you know oh my god i just felt so bad okay so here's what happened there <laughs> which was my fault 100 percent. everything it was my fault so <laughs> i have a little sony remote that i use to start and stop my cameras you have two cameras fx3 a7s3 and I have a little this little sony remote so i can sit down boop boop they start recording when i'm done boop boop they stop recording the remote is magneted to my magneted to my desk right here and then what I have done since I've gotten these cameras for two years now is I do that, I stop recording, I get up, I walk over, I take out the memory card and I go check the footage because before I turn off lights or whatever, I want to make sure everything looks and sounds good. Even though I check everything beforehand, you know, this this time I'd recorded for over an hour. It was so complicated too because the video itself has like, it was like a mini version of our comparison. In addition to the review, I'm changing USB mics, I'm recording on multiple sources, oh. XLR mic, you know. It wasn't something that would have been very easy to redo. Uh, and I, um, yeah. So anyway, I put the file on my computer and I go in like I've done hundreds of times before. And where there's normally like a, a video file, there's just this thing that says .rsv. And I was like, what? I thought I went into a wrong folder. I was like, what is this? It's 65 gigabytes, but there's nothing here. It can't open in anything. And then I put the card back in the camera and press play and... Corrupted. There's just, no, it says nothing, card empty or whatever. Like, oh, no. that's I was even like, worse. I was like, oh, this is, this is, is bad. That at the point you screamed? <laughs> I think that was where I realized something is wrong here and I don't know what to do to fix it. And what had happened, so here's what had happened and why this happened. An RSV file I've learned is a Sony specific thing. When you, if a card, if a camera dies in the middle of recording or a card is taken out too fast, it essentially isn't able to finalize the recording file. So it does have the data, but it's not like, finished into being a video file that can it's be used for anything like fully processed the period is not at the is, end yeah. of the sentence and little did i know that in my built-in workflow of like pressing stop on my remote and then getting up and walking over that five seconds or whatever every time has been a built-in buffer where it's it has never been an issue it just never has and I know, I know, I know on the back of the camera, you could see the memory card will tell you like, oh, busy or whatever, but it's never been a problem. So why would it be a problem this time? Here's why it was a problem this time. Because I wanted to change up things for this video and for these two videos. So I have my little cart over here on the side of my desk, which uh, had all the extra microphones on it. And that was blocking my access to my little remote, which was sort of stuck. Like I couldn't reach it. So that meant I had to stand up like the olden days and press record on my camera to start and stop, which meant when the video was done, I walked over, pressed the button on the camera and then took out the memory card. And there's no few second buffer of me standing up and walking over and it corrupted the card. So here's the lesson to that. If you want the takeaway before we get into this, <laughs> my cameras all have two memory card slots and I've only ever used one memory card. I will now always be using two because if I had had the second memory card recording just as a simultaneous backup, even though this file got corrupted, I could have just pulled out the second memory card, which would have just stayed in there unless I needed the footage. Everything would have been fine. And it would have taken five seconds to solve this problem. Also, don't pull out the memory card as soon as you push it off. Well, there's that too. There's yeah. that. So just, just wait a second. Po point being, that is my <laughs> that is my fault. That is 100% my fault. Nothing malfunctioned. Nothing did anything weird. Uh, but I was also frustrated. I was frustrated because it was, here's a huge problem that happened because I didn't wait three extra seconds. I know, it's so frustrating. And here's a huge problem that wouldn't have happened if literally there's a memory card slot sitting empty on my computer or on my camera. Yeah, but you've never. I know, but I never have. Yeah. So, hey, there's some takeaways there. 
So now I was at a point where I was like, I can't redo this video. Like, I just don't well, have it in me. But now we can't publish. No, yeah. The, the video one. you and I made is is so contingent upon this video that I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. So I was like, so, I don't know, seven times in the video that we made, he references this one. So yeah. it's like he there's no way it can come out before this one. Well, and from an audience point of view, it's also like if someone watches a comparison, the first thing they're going to. The, the next thing they're going to ask is like, well, where's the full review? Let yeah. me hear more of the details on yeah. this. So even if we if I cut all that out of that here, video, yeah. people are like, yeah, when's your full? Like, it need, it's a video that needs to be there. I didn't know what to do. I was trying to find stuff, but it's like trying to find ways to fix these files is is almost similar to if you've ever tried to download a youtube video and you have to go to those shady converter websites where it's like upload the link and then and you're like everything's an ad and every ad is telling you to upload the link and it's just everything is real shady like you go into and, the world of like i don't know what is trustworthy because <laughs> these could all yeah. be bot sites i'm getting fished so hard right yeah, now yeah um but you found something i did yeah Heather found a website. Shout called out to Fix.video. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. Damien. <laughs> well, there's a YouTube video that was about this. Yeah, it's something Damien Films. Um, but yeah, the, so there's, there's a website where you can upload a file and then it's uploaded corrupted files like an RSV and then yeah. they will fix it and they charge you. It's not free. So that's why it's like, okay, I don't think this is a scam because they charge you upwards of probably about 80 bucks to do a video like that. The problem is our internet sucks and the file was 65 gigabytes. So getting it to upload was going to take many days yeah. at best. Uh, and that's a problem. Uh, we found out they did have a a desktop app. So you can do the app and that way you can convert files there. You have to buy the app first. So it was like $80, I think. Which again, four second mistake. Four second mistake. So you you then can convert the file and we're we're trying it out to see if it'll work. And it takes... I think 14 hours or something to do the first conversion. And uh, by default, for some reason, it was set to 720. Yeah. And so the video, it's not even like it was unclear 720. It was to the point where it was distractingly bad. But there was video. The video was there. It was there. The yeah. file was there. But there's no way. So we woke up the next morning. And I couldn't even sleep that yeah, night. The first thing you said like, then was like, did it work? Yeah. Is the file finished? <laughs> like that. I was just like having nightmares all oh. night that the file didn't finish. And then it was 720, which is like, okay, at least there's hope. Right. There's something exists. here. We just have to do it again, obviously, in 4K. So I did it. I tried to change the setting. The, the settings aren't as clear as you would like them to be on the app. So I did it. I, I did it two more times. For some reason, it was taking less time. It didn't take 12 hours. It took like five hours. Still looked crappy. It did another three hours. Still looked crappy. I think it was the fourth try that I like yeah, changed some settings. CPR on this thing. And then finally it so took. Long. So it was like a three-day excursion from yeah. like, yeah. of And also being very just frustrated and stressed. And I was furious. I, I, I wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like, oh, this is frustrating. We're good. What a pickle I've gotten myself into. I'll tell you, I, I, I've never... <laughs> I, I, I mean, think I could say that. I don't think I've seen you so mad and frustrated. I mean, I'm embarrassed at how mad I was. Yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> he was very pissed. Lots of um, yeah. bad words. There was a lot there. of <laughs> cursing happening <laughs> that I didn't realize was even in your vocabulary. But, anyway. but then, so it was like, okay. So you got the file. I got the file, was able to edit the video. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and the video video is now up scheduled. It will come out, and luckily the video was recorded before any of this happened. So in the video, none of the baggage is there because yeah. you would never. Know. I didn't know. Just know when you watch that video, you're watching a guy who's about to have a very stressful three days. 
um, but it it just completely because also like being angry and being frustrated and being mad at being angry and all this, it threw me out of like we had been having all these amazing talks about like creativity and fun and passion it just it threw me straight yeah. into like survival mode I like know. frustrated mode i don't know what to do and and this happened with this the streamer x video too where like that was a problem and then when i got upset about it and we were talking about it, i went into a whole thing about like yeah, hyper capitalism and like he complete <laughs> like his lid flipped and then he launched into a monologue about like how everyone on youtube is negative and i was like this has nothing to do with anything yeah. but like, obviously there's a bigger there's something there's definitely the yeah there's definitely like some subconscious frustrations that you're you're not aware of and yeah. then like when you have the knee-jerk reaction this is what comes out yeah yeah so what I wanted to do, which I thought was a really good thing after all this, is it's been on my list to make forever, was a video version of the ethics statement, which I've talked about on this podcast ad nauseum. But um, I think I've talked about this video last week. But I thought, you know, okay, I want to put that out where most of the people will see it. And I want it to be something where every time somebody says, ah, this is just sent for free, Sponsored, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Here, watch this. So at least, you know, those people ain't going to watch yeah, a 20-minute video. But <laughs> it's there. The info is there yeah. for the people. And I felt really good. I felt really good about that because it was reaffirming to me, like, you know, it's almost like a renewal of vows. Like, sure. Okay. And, th and that was great. And it really got me thinking more about how even when you have those things in, you can lose sight of stuff, get yeah. caught up in things. And I was starting to feel really frustrated and really to the point where it's like, I earlier in this one, one of the messages, um, that play talked about being an independent versus full-time creator. And it's like the independent creator world is the thing. That's the thing. Like full-time independent creator is what I want. That's my dream where you can create what you want with little to no outside influence. And that is what I felt like reaffirming my ethics statement or whatever pushed me towards doing experimenting with the video you and I made was such a good refresher of that. And then, especially after this, I was just feeling frustrated. I think the thing that was frustrating was because 100% I want to make a pod mic review video. And like, I want to. It's not because I need to or Ro did or whatever. But truthfully, I don't know that I, that's the video I would have made right now. And I kind of didn't realize that. But even though I'm not working on a product release schedule, or I'm not doing an embargo no or anything. No telling you to do anything. No, not at yeah. all. But, you know, they sent out the product, so I'm using it, and I'm excited about it. So, okay, I spend a few weeks using it. I'm sure. excited about it. I'm talking to friends about it. And then it's like, well, okay, I think I have enough info, insight, thoughts about it that I could make a video about it, which if I had been left to my own devices, literally, I probably would have made that video, but just at a different time. And it was because this thing was sent ahead of release that it's sort of like, even without anybody dictating a schedule, ended up dictating a schedule. Right. And so I started to feel frustrated. I started to really feel aware of, of that, uh, that like imperceptible push and wanting to push away from it, but then feeling really scared because that also feels like, well, you know, according to all the YouTube advice, like, why would you not take advantage yeah. of this stuff? Why would you not do the things that your audience wants you like, to do? Obviously. Why would you not do things that you know are going to be successful? And so it's like, well, okay, from the independent creator side of things, it makes sense. From the mind of the full-time creator, 
it's like, well, I want to be able to pay bills. I want to, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, and I was just feeling frustrated. And so, you know, I, I was talking to you like, I don't know what to do. And that is when. <laughs> <laughs> so we were on a walk. Yes. With the dogs. It was very nice. And Tom was just, the miasma was bleeding off of him of just, and I think you even, yeah, I think you even said like, I am frustrated. Oh, I did. I said like, I'm feeling frustrated. And I just wanted to like explain why. And it was essentially what I just said. And, you know, mind you, this is, this is in the past couple of weeks, Tom and I have been talking about goals and what it means to be an artist and how that is reflected in our YouTube channels and the impact that we want to make, but also, you know, juggling feelings of like feeling like this is how we're supposed to do things or, you know, this is the right way to do things and and all that. This, I felt like this just has been kind of an ongoing conversation. And then with the past week of all that stuff happening, I felt like the things that you were doing were all kind of like short-term solutions to what I thought was a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And I I had an idea for a solution, but, you know, geez, God forbid I ever suggested it to Tom because I just knew I'd... I'd get my head chewed off because I, I, I. Okay, when you say me? I never. Sorry, I'm chewing your head off right now. I, look at him go. Okay. Look at him go. I don't want to paint a picture where it's like man <laughs> I, yells at wife. No, 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 no. Like, of course not. Of course, that's no, no, not no, what no. happens. No, no, no. But when when it comes to stuff with YouTube channel things, I get very defensive, and Tom so Tom is very. I've already said he's very particular about his YouTube channel, and look, look at what he's been able to do. There's literally a silver play button right there. I, I'm very proud of what you've been able to do. And I mean, even before when you were recording, I was out on the couch watching, rewatching for the fourth time your ethic statement video and scrolling through the new comments and just all the positive feedback. And clearly that video resonated with people. You make an impact with your YouTube channel that I think is in line with your goals, you know, and I I think that is very hard to do and you should be very, very proud of that. Right. Um, So, yeah, like I, I think it took a lot of work and effort to be able to get your channel to this point. Right. But I feel like in in the shortest, you know, in, in the shortest way I can describe it, you have outgrown the system. Well, you said there's like an infra so like there's a process, right? There's a yeah. there's almost like you've described it as a machine. Yeah. of you you do this and the end result is one of my videos. <laughs> and Tom has built this machine, this formula, this, you know, he his his method, his routine, everything has been bespoke, you know, like everything in there is there for a purpose. Right. He learned the hard way and figured out the best way to optimize it for him and built it every every nut and bolt was there. But I do think that just overall there's it's kind of like there's just going to be another thing and i i felt like the frustrations that you were going through were were almost like it's like they were frustrating you more than the situation and i was like okay so clearly there's There's something there's a bigger thing right yeah there's a bigger thing and that's why i was like you know maybe you've outgrown like you should be happy 
with what you've built and how far it's taken you. But I do think that maybe you've outgrown it and maybe it's time to just reevaluate. When you I don't say know outgrown it, what do you mean? Well, I mean, if you think about the the last major time you kind of, you know, looked at your YouTube channel and, and what you've built from a bigger picture, I would say that is when you quit your job back yeah. in 2020. You haven't done that since. <laughs> no. A lot has changed since. Yeah. You have grown as a person since. Like, forget YouTube So you mean like outgrowing day. the system. Yeah, Not, and I, I just oh, yeah. felt like, okay, yeah, you could do your rinse and repeat. And of course, that's not to say that he's not very passionate and having fun and, you know... Well, I think that's why puts, it gets tricky is because I yeah, cause you do feel like what you, I'm doing. You feel, you feel like you are being creative within the you know, within the machine that you have built, but also I just feel like the machine itself, right? not that it needs to change, but maybe just take a step back and reevaluate. Why did you put that piece there in the first place? And does it still serve you now moving forward for the next 10 years? Right. And so the more I was talking about this with Tom, who did a very good job of staying open-minded to things. Oh, I don't know about that. I did such a good job. <laughs> At first I didn't, but then I said, okay, no, if I want your oh, feedback. Yeah. So he was well because I, I didn't even I didn't even make the suggestion yet of So when I get break. when I get defensive, what I mean, there's not like yelling or it's it's no, just we we do not yell. We no, not no, no, yell. It's, no. I want to. I just want to be super clear because I, I feel like there's situations where things go wrong. It's more. It's more like you know. It could be even anything. Like like if I've shown you a video before and you're like, oh, maybe this part should be here or whatever. I will immediately like defend. Yeah. My like. Well, well, I thought say, it should be there because yeah. of this reason here, and it's like he will have a reason for why he did something. Right, and that that reason is there and is valid, but it really does come down to like. If you're asking for feedback, if you're asking for an opinion, you have to be open to it. And I think I also struggled to like, I think I have a hard time differentiating between explaining and defending. So when you say, if you say something like, hey, this video, this part, you know, could be changed or whatever. I feel like I want to explain why it's there. And maybe that's going like, you know, knowing why it's there. Does that change your opinion or not? But it, it also then just quickly goes into being defensive. Or sounding yeah, defensive. Yeah, and then feeling. I feel like, well, Tom, and then you're has, like, Tom has his way of doing things. Like, yeah. obviously you've thought about this, so why am I going to say anything? And then I just don't say anything because yeah. it's your so, channel. <laughs> it, it didn't happen instantly, but I think I did a but very good time, job of going like, no, I want to hear yes. what you're saying. Yeah. And I want to. And I can see him visually, <laughs> like on his face, juggling with this. Because I, I, I felt like both of us recognized that this was a bigger, this right. was different. This isn't just like fix you know tell me what you think about this frame or this scene or whatever yeah, like yeah. i feel like we were both recognizing that this was a bigger deal and even though it like i feel like every fiber in your body wanted to protect <laughs> and be proud of the thing that you've built yeah i'm just i just i think what it comes down to is taking a step back out of your routine so that you can look at everything with a fresh perspective. And if nothing changes, then nothing changes. But at least you can consciously look at your process. Because I think a lot of what you do, you've honed it in so well to the point where it's on autopilot. Right. And that's the I feel like that part is the part where you are going to see friction. Because you're changing so much. But then the routine is like from three years ago yeah. or whatever. Well, it's also like the the thing too, as we were talking about this, something I realized was that I haven't taken an actual break 
in six years, years Ye- since I started ears. my channel. Because the closest thing I had to a break was five years ago when uh, I went to Iceland and we went to Switzerland as like sort of this like half combined trip. But even that, I was making videos the whole time. And the tr- like. And the tricky part is because, see, this is why it's so complicated. Yes. Because what we do is YouTube. It's super fun. It's on our terms. We don't have a boss. It's what we I want to do. Boss. It's it, what yeah. I used to do in my free time so, from my job. Right. So like, why would we take so a break if it's super fun? Why would I want to take a break from the thing I want to do? But since I started my channel in six years ago, this month, actually, I have not, ta- there's been a video, at least one video every week since then. And the times that I haven't, there have been weeks where I haven't made videos, but what that means, it's typically has to do with family visits. Like it's the holidays, we're going to go visit family. Even if those are great trips, it means I'm going to to work extra hard yeah, now to, he has to, to work twice as hard before time. we go, Yeah, uh, you know, pump stuff out. So that way the thing goes while I'm not there. And then just by the nature, I'm sure people could relate of family trips. They're not relaxing. <laughs> like even if they're fun, you come back and you're like, I'm tired. And then you just jump right back into the thing. So that's, that's the closest thing I've had to a break in the last six years is like those. It's never like been. Time, you, time, sure, you took a break. But mentally, I don't think you've like. But even on, and even on those trips, I'm still answering emails. Yeah. I'm still checking in on stuff, scheduling things. Like it's still, I'm working remotely, essentially, uh, even if I'm not like filming and editing at that point in time. Like stuff is still always being done, always yeah. being thought of. Our conversations in the car, but like it's. Yeah, of course. There is, there has not been an actual break since I started. And, you know, again, why would there need to be? Because this is what I love to do. But once I realized that, I, it started to feel like, mm, maybe you are, maybe I really need to be more open to this idea because well, okay, I yeah. don't think so, I would recommend that for I, anybody. So, like, I don't even know if you mentioned this, but the thing I right. I suggested was that Tom take a break. That's all I said. And immediately you're like, Bleh! And I was like, hear me out. Is that what I said? Yes. Hear me out. You know, you you haven't taken a break. I feel like you've outgrown the thing. Um, and the more we talked about it, the more I just. Well, no, what happened was you said, <laughs> I said, okay. I said, okay, take a break. How long are you thinking was what I asked. And you said, well, how long are you thinking? It's your thing. Three days, he said. No, I said a week. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. I said, I think in terms of weeks. So taking a week off makes sense. And you said. Nope. I think it should be two. <laughs> yeah. I think it should be two. And I, like, pan. I'm sure if you could see my heart rate at that time, I panicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, and your reasoning is that one week off, you're going to essentially just be focused on what you're not doing that you're normally doing. Because part of Tom's routine is a weekly schedule. He typically records on Monday, Tuesday, he does the editing Wednesdays, I don't know, clean up Thursday. Like your your our schedule is regimented right. around your creative process. And so for the first week, you're just gonna be thinking about like on Monday, you're gonna be like, Well, today I would be would have been making a video and you're still thinking about the old process. And I feel like the whole point is to take a, a step away from the old process to make room for new thoughts. And if you're still thinking about, you know, this is what I would have been doing. If I were still going, then you're not, you're just still thinking about the old process, which is why I think you need to go through one whole week to just disconnect <laughs> and then another week to have the distance, the the newness, the fresh yeah. perspective. And again, if that means we come back and nothing's changed, great. I am willing to bet that something is yeah. going to change because 
I, I think that you've been running on autopilot for so long that, you know, I don't know, it, 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 you're bound to see, even just stepping away, you're bound to see things from a different perspective. Right. And then, so then we started talking about, okay, what, what would it mean to step away? Obviously, it's like, okay, well, you don't make a video or don't, like, yeah, that's obvious. But then you, because you are an all or nothing kind I of person. I am an all or nothing. <laughs> and, you know, as I'm telling him this, I'm like, okay, I know I'm me and you're you and you are not an all or nothing. You've been very good. I'm very much in the gray. I live yeah. in the middle. I'm a black or white. No, I'm gray all, all day. All the way. Like, it's just all or nothing. Yeah. And so. Because it's know, just easier for me. <laughs> well, so, Okay. So then you were like, that means you step away. That means not only you're not making anything, obviously you're not you checking go email. Offline. You're off like the grid. You're just off, yes. Yeah. Because the thing is, okay, we've gone, you know, family trips. Well, you're still checking your phone. You're on Twitter. All the people you follow are in this space. All the people, all the messages yeah, you get have to, to do with your videos. Or... Yeah, you're responding to comments. You're getting emails. You're getting notifications in the middle of the day, in the middle of lunch, which is totally fine. But it's like, you your your day is still built around kind of these like interruptions that all have to do with your brand and your channel. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say turn it all off so that nothing, nothing interrupts. Like you, all the thoughts that you have are just because you intentionally wanted to have them. Not because you saw an email, not because you saw a Twitter thread or a reply to a comment or whatever. It's just, you're the one, you're in the driver's seat. You're not responding to things that you see you're the one who's dictating like, okay, this is what I want to think about. Right. And so, okay, like there's parts of that that sound great. Um, and then the thing that's weird, like obviously I had struggles with this idea. <laughs> oh, immediately it was like, but what about this? But what about this? Well, because I'm also this? thinking like, okay, well, there's videos that are scheduled. What's going to, like this pod mic video, our comparison video would be would be coming out at that time. I'm not going to be able to like... Respond to comments. To see, see what the, people yeah. think about this thing. That... Well, so, okay. So here's one of the things, right? Tom has been so, we've been so excited for this comparison video yeah. that like, you know, we got to work on together. We had a blast. This is a very unique video i feel like there's a lot of expectation with this video it's great the way that it is it's awesome the way that it is we know that that is a fact but what if youtube tells you it's 10 out of 10 and youtube's that's the ranking system that's not like you know five stars out of five stars it's right, like that's the bad i feel like as a human being it would be impossible for you not to feel like that video is less than before you saw that item or the other way. What if it's one out of 10? Well, now that validates like, oh, it's it's see, it is a great video. <laughs> no, like it should just be a great video. And you you should because we think. Yeah, so. because you think that because that is art. It's your art. You created it. We created it. Whatever. Like it's I don't feel like anyone should influence the way that you feel about what you made yes and then especially for that video there's I mean, also for all of them, just but. the part though of like the logistics of okay well i don't want to come back to 2500 emails hacked. i don't want to come back to a channel that's on fire i don't want to come back to those things so how does that happen and so we came up with a whole thing of like heather keeps tabs on things 
Yeah, we went point for point, like every single... Almost like a house sitter. Like when you go out of town, someone yeah. just... You're house Every avenue that you life. have that connects you with the <laughs> brand and the channel that is Tom Buck. Like we went through, you know, Instagram, emails, what's on your phone. Are, are you checking this? Are you not checking this? Like what, what are the boundaries? And obviously like, you know, the first thing that we did is like, what what is the goal? Of you taking yeah. these two weeks off, well, like, because, what are you yeah. trying to? What are you trying to achieve? It, we want. I want to be able to to take us. I want to be able to be in the driver's seat. The thing that has been frustrating me. I think we were able to pinpoint the thing that made me so frustrated, and why all these other things sort of like hinted at a bigger issue was me feeling like I wasn't in control of my own thing, and that was frustrating all the way from the probably predates this, but the streamer X video. Where it's like, why did I change my expectations, or why did I lower yeah. my expectations? Which ended no up no one told you to do that, but I didn't even realize like, I was doing yeah, it. You didn't even I would, realize, I wouldn't yeah. have done it. I, I wouldn't have said that I was doing that. Obviously, it's not but my goal to do that. There. Yeah, yeah, and just to feel like you know, even just reevaluating yeah. all of this stuff feels frustrating. We've also been having all these other discussions where both of us are as people who have loved creative things and do creative stuff have never. Never like given ourselves the permission to even consider ourselves to be a type of artist before because there's such a practical bent to what we do and what we've done. Like, yes, video production is an art. Editing is an art. But when it's me talking about how to do something in an app or how to use a thing, it feels a YouTube video in general. It feels very formula, (laughs) pragmatic, technical. It's interesting and it's so funny because literally from season eight of this i have a potential episode idea let me scroll down here and it says uh, can a tech channel be art <laughs> and i wanted to talk about things like wabi sabi do tools have souls i wanted to show some video like i wanted to explore the idea uh, and this is this is from probably a year ago that i wrote that down um so clearly Clearly, something has been bubbling for a while. for a while. And I've never known how to approach that. But it was the idea of like, okay, maybe like you said, taking taking a break and reevaluating, which to me, like, was, is, is scary from the practical side of things. When in reality, it's not that much time. Well, no one's going to notice. Most people are not That's even going to notice. Because yeah. <laughs> your videos are scheduled. Like, they won't even notice. I, I mean, yeah, nothing like... I have gone a couple weeks without replying to stuff before. Because you put in the work. Because of the machine. Yeah, because of the (laughs) machine. Like, thankfully, you can take this time. Yeah. Which I think will benefit you and the channel. Yeah. Well, the thing, the other thing, though, is like, I, you know, like I'm somebody who, I don't get a new phone every year. I only even have my phone because your parents got us new phones for Christmas. Like, I'm not, there's so much where I'm like, yeah, I'm not into that. I don't. I don't, the numbers can affect me, but I feel like I can have a good handle on it. But the panic I started feeling, I really felt like an addict of like, I felt like I was watching those shows when it's like intervention or something. And you see the person like, oh, I could go to recovery next weekend. Like, what? okay, I'll go, but I'm going to go. Like, and I was like. Like Tom was doing that. I was like bargaining. And like, and I was like, where is this coming from? (laughs) You're like, but it doesn't, you know, it'll be fine. Like, you know. It was, and that. It was, it was this, I've not felt that before. So it was a really weird thing of like. And that was definitely knee jerk reaction. Yes. Like you weren't. Yeah. So it's the, it's the very reasonable feel of fear of like, you know, anybody, can you just walk away from your job for two weeks? Like there's a lot of things to consider, you know, a couple hours before when I said, Hey, I'm just feeling kind of frustrated with my channel and stuff. 
this is not like this was a big decision that was we was not the intended destination sure. of that initial yeah. like we're walking the dogs and I'm just going to share with you how I'm feeling right now. And now you're going to say yeah, and now it's like okay, this is weeks. kind of a big thing. So it makes sense to have those things there, but the there was this other part of it where I was like, okay, I don't like this, yeah, and I I want to not have this, and that is me. If there, nothing it's almost else, like a dependency. Yes. So yeah. if if nothing else, if the system and the process doesn't change at all, Just squashing out of, that yeah, from this, I think is going to be very very important and. Yeah. It's something that I didn't even realize was a thing. And so, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that so, was kind so of where it's what, like, even if I don't want to do this, I, I need to do this recognize. for my own well-being. Yeah. Right. That's a big step. It's hard. And and then I got, you know, so it was like, okay, we're going to do that. And then the next day I was feeling mostly good about it, but mixed. And I was trying to decipher I, like... I was looking at your face and I was like, oh, he's going to totally retract everything. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna be like, you know what? I don't need to do this. Well, because I wanted, I was trying to decipher what is more of that weird, we'll call it a dependency feeling. What is that versus what is like an actual, because the, the, thing, concern. Yeah, the thing that was frustrating. So like, you know, one of the things that we agreed on was uh, obviously not making YouTube videos, but not even watching YouTube. Yeah. Because as much as I love YouTube, I Tom get ideas. watches YouTube more than anything. Yes. Like that is your form of entertainment, yes. your first form of entertainment. Yeah, and I get, I, I love, no matter what the genre is, no matter whatever, you get ideas. Oh, wow, look how they set this up. Look how they explain yeah. this. Look how they're approaching this. Like, and it just kicks the wheels into to motion of like, so that's kind of it. It's it's a weird way of like, I don't want to be inspired so that I can be inspired in different ways. By other ways. things, right. By other things, yeah. But then like, you know, so... As of the date we're recording this, my what creative sabbatical begins tomorrow. Um, so <laughs> yesterday, so that's why I'm recording this now. So get this up in the meantime. Um, but, but yesterday, I was gonna go ice skating yeah. in the morning. I want to work on learning hockey stops, which is like a type of stopping on the ice. Believe it or not, they use in hockey a lot. <laughs> and I, I've watched so many videos on this, but I can't quite get it. And so I was like looking up how to hockey stop to try to find like, maybe there's another one here. And I had the thought of like, like, okay, I don't yeah. want to not be able like this. I kind of want to be able to look up this, you know, stuff happens all the time. Like we have a toilet that's a little like leaky right now. So at some point, probably next couple weeks, I'm going to put, put a new flapper in the toilet or whatever. <laughs> and I'll probably need to look up a YouTube video on like, Hey, how to replace toilet flapper. I didn't, I didn't want to feel like I was quarantined and in a, in like trapped, a, trapped. And yeah. that was what you're I, you're not being punished. Right. That's, that's how I even had you're the thought. You're not in trouble. I like, needed, you're not being grounded. <laughs> I was trying to dig through my email because like, oh my God, there's this like, someone sent me this like demo of an app that I want to play with, but it's an email attachment. So I have to get that on my computer now because I can't go into my email. Yeah. You're, and it's you're like, panicking. Yeah. And it's, it's like, okay. Or, if I know the only thing I need to do is go into this one email and download a thing, that's okay. I'm not. It's, it's the intentionality. The intentionality, and then yeah. not the focus behind the intentionality, um, and keeping that to a bare minimum, like like doing that with an intention of like that's not. It's just, basically it was like okay, I feel like I'm not in control of my channel, so now to solve that, I'm putting myself in another situation where I feel like I have no control, <laughs> and I just felt so frustrated because sure. it was like this is sort of the opposite of how I want to feel. I want to feel in control of things, and so 
it almost like like I've I haven't eaten meat in five years. Eaten meat in five years, hard to say that. But when I started stopping eating meat, I didn't say I'm a vegetarian now. Yeah. I just I what I said to myself was like, oh, I think I'm going to keep to mostly a vegetarian diet. But if I want to eat a burger or a steak or whatever, I will. I kind of knew at that time that I wasn't going to eat any more burgers or steaks or whatever. But the idea that if I did, it was fine. It wasn't like breaking a streak. It wasn't a mark on my character. It wasn't anything. It really made it easier to to keep going with the other thing. And I think that's the same way I feel here is like, if you're not allowed to do anything, you're not allowed to like, you have a video idea and you can't even like write it down kind of thing. This is this is the difference between me and me and Tom because I'm just like a, it's all or nothing, dude. <laughs> no meat, no ifs ands or buts about it. But it's not. No, I need to know. Like, yeah, no, of course you got to do because it. then I get yeah. hung up on the details, and that's yeah. not me yeah. spending two weeks just fretting over details yeah, it, is not a that's solution. That's not productive. That's not. Yeah. that's not. I'm what also we're not to get out of this as much as we talked about the dependency. Th- I'm not trying to like scam the system either. Like, <laughs> I, I know. I'm definitely someone. I remember guidelines and boundaries. It's all good. I remember as a kid, if like you, I was at someone's house or even at my house, it was like, hey, do parents have like Christmas gifts hidden anywhere? Like, no. I don't care if they, I don't, I don't want to go find them. Like, I'm not trying to cheat the system here. Like, you know, like, I, like you're going out of town for a couple of days and it's not like, well, guess what? I'm just so much just YouTube and Twitter the whole time. Like, no, not at all. Because I want the benefit to the thing. It's not like you're my personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to exercise straight to McDonald's, straight yeah. to the bakery, straight, like, no. You know what you're trying to get out of Yeah, this. if I want to get more physically healthy i need to keep to the you know the exercise diet plan that my trainer and i come up with same thing here but you know the tricky part with what we do is that it there is no like hard this is work this is play yeah you know there's no time clock yeah so like going on twitter could be there's not even another physical location like yeah but you know it's like you see something about a mic or someone leaves a comment and now you're like you're in work mode without even realizing it or maybe you know it's maybe it's not even about like whether it's work or play but i think the thing to get out of it is like you've been doing this in a way where even even how you get inspired or your sources of inspiration right. or the way that you think about things has been through the lens of this routine right. that you've built that like, let's step away from all these patterned ways of thinking. Let's disrupt all those patterns. Yeah. Just disrupt so that when you turn them back on, it's fresh, fr- fresh perspective. You could reevaluate like, okay, is this, is this the way that I really want to do it? Or maybe there's a better way. And that's what I think is going to happen is that you're going to discover, yes, you built it this way for all these reasons. But I mean, you're also ignoring the limitless potential that could be right where it's way better. Right. So yes, it's gotten you to this point. And one thing I told Tom was like, look at it like, you know, not that you're, current existing system is broken or outdated but before you embark on another 10-year journey how can we do it for the sake of sustainability yeah yeah right and that and ultimately like i don't know knowing what you know now right i think that's the key is like you were you built everything like with you know kind of a like i don't know you make a mistake okay cool you'll fix it so 
you'll never make that mistake again. Like a lot of it was like trial and error. Recording with two memory cards. Yeah. Yes. But now like, okay, you, you, you've checked all the freaking boxes for so many things about what defines YouTube success. Okay. And like, that's undeniable. Anybody, anybody, like, even if you're on YouTube or not can look at your channel and be like, okay, there's that you know it's a it's a channel that's been there for years it's been consistent you have hundreds of videos you have a silver play button you have a very engaged community you're getting like messages on your podcast like yeah there's there it's not just a a fluke it's not a viral thing like there's sustainable there's a thing there that you built and that's like very exciting but also like if we're gonna if you know and you learned all those things and you're growing as a person Okay, cool. How, like, let's just park the car for a little bit. And if we're going to do this until we're 45 years old, like, we're going to use this car. That's not that far from now. I want to do it long. <laughs> no, but then at 45, you oh, can okay, do another. Park the car yeah, again. you park yeah, the okay. car again. Okay. But, like, you know, that's what, eight years? Yeah. Seven. That's a long time, dude. That's longer than you've been doing it's it. This long again, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 So, like, say you're about to embark on the next phase. Mm-hmm. You can intentionally, like, make upgrades knowing what you know rather than waiting for things to break right. and then, like, fixing them as you yeah. go. So even if, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the end result is, but even if, say, you take a video, like, the pod mic video is the last video that I've made prior to this. Yeah. So say you take that video and then you take a video afterwards, a future video, and you put them side by side maybe there will be no discernible difference in the end result. But if the the context for me or like the, if everything for me is different and feels better and I feel more like I felt in our comparison video all the time, I think that would be Well, okay, so incredible. here's the other piece to this. The other piece to this is that one of the things that we've talked about a lot recently is that both of us, when we started our, ch- our channels, approached it from a sense of wonder. Yeah. The same way as a kid goes through life, everything is freaking awesome. Everything You're doing everything for the first time. You're asking all these questions. You're asking questions that adults don't even know to ask because they forgot to ask. They don't look at it with that sense of awe and wonder. That's what we were doing with YouTube. We didn't know what the freaking like optimization and yeah. analytics and metrics and best practices and blah yeah. dah and blah blah blah. Like no, we didn't know any of that. It was literally just like this is so cool. We could do this. Like we could just do this. Yeah. Cool. Like who wouldn't want to do this? let's play? Let's let's like let's There's just have play, fun yeah. and play and follow the tug of like let me try this and let me try this and it's not because you got feedback you saw numbers someone validated it with a comment no it was literally like that was fun i'm gonna try that next and that i think we just grew up we just grew up the same way a person grows up and you learn all these things of this is how you're supposed to do it and here's the right way to do it and this is like the best practice and whatever and it yeah you know obviously, it sure felt good to get those little fireworks on the one out of ten so like <laughs> it takes away that sense of wonder and of course like you know again you could just go back after all of this and do it the way that you've been doing it but i think remembering i think just taking a step back to remember that sense of you know funness from the beginning and try if anything like bringing that back 
and then combining it with your experience, your experience, not anybody else's or the way that you're supposed to do it, but like what you know for your channel and your community, mixing that together to like, how do you not level up from that? Like, right. I, I think that's an, I, how, how do you not? You would have to try really hard to not level up. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So that's and, why now and I, I think like that, I think based on how things have, I don't want to say that they've been breaking, but all the roadblocks that you've there's been, been like, there's been, there's been, I described it as a ship with a lot of holes. It's like, I feel like I'm just patching a, a Swiss cheese yeah. ship of like, I don't want to be patching this anymore. Let's maybe replace the deck or something. <laughs> Let's redo the hull. But I think like. Also just remembering or rediscovering the wonder and the fun and the, and the purpose, which is, is scary because it's like, how does that translate into like money? Yeah. A business. Believe it or not, Flagstar Bank does not accept (laughs) wonder as mortgage payments. (laughs) So, um, but see, like even that, even, even when you did do kind of like the, the last, like, let me just think about my channel a different way was when you were making leap from a full-time teacher to full-time youtuber like of course you're gonna go at it like how the heck are we gonna pay for health insurance like you came at it from a very practical like let's look at the finances and this is kind of the only thing that matters because i don't know where the heck the paycheck is going to come from for the next five years or whatever so yeah that makes sense but you know i told tom if you step away for two freaking weeks, <laughs> you're going to be fine. Like, we, we are going to be fine. I know there's people in Europe who are like, yo, we take like six weeks break. Like, it, what are you talking about? Like, you're having an identity crisis over a two-week break. But this is hard for Tom. This is the reason why he hasn't done it. I haven't taken... It reminds me so much of being in college where it was like I was working and going to school for so many years where... The closest thing to a break was when I only had either work or school on a day. Like there were months, if not even a year or more period where that was, there was no day where it wasn't one of those two things. And this kind of reminds me of that because it was, it you know, I've worked forever. So there's, I have my job. Now I'm doing this YouTube thing for fun. Cool. But now it's both of them all the time. Now the YouTube thing is growing all the time. So even in summer vacation, now I'm focusing you know, YouTube is my job. At a certain point, they're both taking up the time of a full-time job. So you're always doing both. And then the traditional job leaves, but then YouTube, you know, feel like I there think, has not been an yeah. actual break the whole time. Well, like, so yeah, that's an issue. And then I, I just, I think that to be, to be the creator that we're always kind of aspiring that you want to be, be. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you just need to step away for a little bit. Yeah. I I, I have come around to agreeing <laughs> with you and actually feeling excited about it. I know. So once you worked out the kinks, yeah. now I feel like you're actually looking forward to well, it. Well, even just the idea, it's, it wasn't about like, okay, let me just all these specific scenarios, but just the idea of, okay, I'm not confined to like a straight jacket yeah, or anything. You're not being punished. Yeah. We're you're focusing in on the intent and the purpose. Yeah. And we're both on the same page. You to help support me and keep things mm-hmm. running in the background and me to then just go, whatever, go be an artist in the woods or something. Yeah. For, I told you oh, wow. Walden, go build your house <laughs> or whatever. But like, even, I don't know, like not, I don't want to like swamp your two weeks. It's, I don't want to, you know, you're going to take a break and now it's just full of yeah, I need a break you know, from the chores break. and stuff. Yeah. But like, I I was suggesting, you know, 
we've been reading books about art and creativity. I was like, oh, hey, maybe we could check out some museums or yeah. like, you know, you've been talking about the Fender factory for a really long time. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, you know, I think it'd be cool to to see people who have been so dedicated at their craft and just to like be in that, to just yeah, observe I that. I think that there's just by osmosis, you'll get ideas like it's just impossible you are a creative person by nature like it's going to be impossible for you not to take something away from that that's going to benefit you moving forward yeah so um my plan as of now prior to all this is to do some sort of follow-up and be like hey here's what happened here's what i learned uh, but we don't know exactly when that will be because it could be if you're listening to this in the future you can just probably go listen to the next episode right now if there is one, no, there won't be. Um, but if you're listening to this in real time, I don't know, might be a, a week or two, I guess, before the next one, which is okay. So don't panic if that's the case. But um, I do feel excited and I'm really, really grateful that you helped me kind of identify this. We're patient enough to walk me through it. We're understanding and worked with like my, you know, breaking down defensiveness and fear sure. and anxiety to kind of look at things you know, from a more objective way and obviously just being supportive always <laughs> in general, I very much appreciate even just coming here to re-explain what we've already talked about together so many times is really nice. So uh, that's what I am doing. And in the meantime, though, if you want to leave messages, <laughs> you can leave messages, believe it or not. You can go to hi, my name is Tom.com, leave messages. I would love to hear what people think. Maybe Heather. Actually, it Heather can check them. Yeah, <laughs> what she's talking about. Well, it was funny because right before I got you in here, um, Michael had a question about YouTube podcasts. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'd love to do YouTube podcasts. I wouldn't want to overwhelm people with like, here's my video. Now, here's an hour long podcast. I, and I know you could upload a podcast and market as not notify subscribers. And then without even thinking, I said, oh, but that would really screw up the analytics because even though it doesn't notify subscribers, it's still going to be your next video and it's still going to screw up all the... And then at, like, you can hear it earlier in this episode of my me going like, but wait, do, why yeah. do, do, Why does that actually matter? And mm. and that's where it's like, I have, have been scared because to me, I, to me, I don't, I actually don't care. Like, I don't care about the analytics. I don't care about that. But I do care about how it seems like the platform cares as in your channel lives or dies by this and i i don't i would like to move beyond feeling i think that we can way. close out with this okay. one of the things that we've been talking about a lot is something that you said which is there's a difference between what sounds right versus what feels right and i feel like right. the analytics sound right sounds right yeah, yeah it does not feel right it does not feel at right. all so especially with like a youtube channel you have this whole playground you want to talk about a playground you have video uploads you have live streaming you have shorts you have podcasts you have community posts like there's so much you can do and then to limit it because of this one to number. limit it because you don't want to is one thing like yeah. i'm not that into shorts okay so sure. I don't do a lot of shorts but to limit it because like oh here's something that would be cool but i don't want to use it because my analytics like yeah no yeah yeah no, <laughs> i don't want to do that so anyway i appreciate i appreciate you my lovely wife heather and Aww. i appreciate you the person listening to this right now um Yay. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully I come back, I'll have a long beard and be wearing like a, what is it, a poncho? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's got a shaved head. He'll be a monk. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to have gongs and finger symbols on the next episode. 
<laughs> we won't have that. Don't worry. Uh, all right. But anyway, I do appreciate everybody, everybody here in my life helping me figure Aww. this out, supporting me, navigating all this stuff. And it means the world to me. So thank you so much for listening. Send messages if you got them, if you want to. <laughs> and I hope you have a safe, happy, healthy, fun rest of your week and or weeks. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>